The myth is shattered. I think the box office returns in November are going to show that. We have nothing to fear but the specificity of temporal cadence itself. Hey everyone, I'm Steve Green, and I did not drop acid about 90 minutes ago. Believe it. But I am here with Bill Whittle and Scott Ott for Right Angle, brought to you by the members of BillWhittle.com. Gentlemen, I was uh, I was paraphrasing a top White House economic advisor, uh, Jared Bernstein, who was asked by reporters on, uh, I think it was Monday of this week, it might have been Tuesday morning, why the White House had stopped using the word transitory to describe inflation. Because, you know, it's still accelerating six months after they said it would taper off. But he can't say that because he's a White House economic advisor, not an actual economic advisor. So, well, let's just show you the clip. I think it has to do with um, the uh, ambiguity about the length of that word is what it has to do with. I think it has to do with the ambiguity about the length of that word. Um, some people hear transitory and they're going to think weeks and months. Others hear transitory, particularly probably economists who are used to the broader ups and downs of cycles and think longer periods. Uh, and I think the um, lack of specificity about the cadence that were, was implied by that word, the temporal cadence implied by that word, uh, led to a level of ambiguity that, that wasn't serving the, the debate uh, uh, very well. Let, let me just read that to you again. I think the lack of specificity about the temporal cadence that was implied by that word led to a level of ambiguity that wasn't serving the debate very well. Now, this guy, Scott, I, I have to tell you, uh, Jared Bernstein, he's been uh, he's been in Democratic politics for uh, for, I think, 20 years. He worked in the Obama White House. He was Joe Biden's vice presidential economic advisor. He's on the transition team. <sighs> he has several degrees. Uh, let's see. What are his degrees in? Let me see if I've got this. Uh, music, social work, mm -hmm. philosophy, social welfare, nothing in economics. And yet this has been his job in the public sector, not the private sector, for uh, for all of these years now. I don't seem to be able to find any private sector work that Bernstein has done. But I guess my question is, Scott, you you were really hinting at this on the backstage show available to uh, BillWill.com members. Why can't he just say, look, this is how we got it wrong last year. This is what we're doing to make sure we don't make the same mistake in the future going forward. That works for me. Um, yeah. You know, as to what... <laughs> As to why it can't be, I mean, here's me as the uh, as the economic advisor to the president, uh, you know, standing high atop my music and social work degrees uh, to proclaim on such things. If somebody says, uh, "Why has the White House stopped using the word transitory to refer to inflation?" and my response uh, would be, "Because it is not of brief duration, which is the meaning of the word transitory." And so we've stopped using that word because clearly, it's not applicable. Um, now, <laughs> what he actually said, it, it wasn't like a Kamala Harris word salad that doesn't mean anything. I mean, if you parse that passage, yeah. he said what he meant, um, but it, it, was seemly, it was seemingly constructed to obfuscate rather than clarify. And it may just be because that guy spent way too much time in an academic setting and he thinks that that's the way real people talk because he's been, you know, reading uh, doctoral theses and things like that. Uh, but uh, that kind of feces uh, coming out of a White House spokesman does, does not reflect well in the administration. I, I, I really think all politicians, the, the most 
craven among them included, the most corrupt among them included, would be much better off if they actually just told the truth in a situation like that than by trying to dance around it and not just speaking directly. I mean, the president of the United States, had he been in the room, which probably was not, but if he had been, if I had been president and I had been in the room, I would have said, hey, hey, fellas, excuse me a second. Uh, Step away from the podium. I'd like a moment here. The reason why we're not saying transitory anymore is because we thought it would be when we said it initially, it has turned out to not be the case. And clearly we need a different strategy. There's no harm in acknowledging that you didn't receive the word transitory from the hand of God. (laughs) And the thing is, the first part of his answer, which you can go and uh, look this up after the show, the first part of his answer basically amounted to when we said transitory last year, you idiots thought we meant it wouldn't last very long. And he just used a lot of (laughs) big words to avoid calling us all idiots while they're covering their 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 you know what's. And Bill, Mm. I'm not bringing this up just to make fun of the White House's degree in music uh, top economic advisor, there's a, there's, there's a pattern here of this White House not being able to lie very well. Uh, all politicians lie at least a little. Some lie a lot, Joe Biden. Um, but this entire White House sucks at it. Uh, the, the other example that uh, just, just came up this week, um, For the last six months, four months, Joe Biden has been trying to blame gas price hikes on mean Vladimir Putin and greedy oil companies. And now that uh, gas prices have come down a little bit, they were more than double. They've they've retreated about 50 cents a gallon. It's not a it's not a huge relief. Um, Joe Biden is taking credit for this. My policies are working instead of giving credit to nice Vladimir Putin and, you know, the very generous (laughs) oil companies. Uh, It's just, Bill, it's so transparent. It makes me think that the people in this White House must be as stupid as they think we are. They are setting standards, uh, that have no historical precedent. Uh, in regard to the specific topic, uh, you both pretty much said exactly what I was going to say. The reason he basically made that uh, statement was because he had used the word, the president had used the word transitory and it turned out it wasn't transitory. So let's just, let's make it, see, it's not the problem with Joe Biden. It's not the problem with his policies. It's the problem with the word. The word wasn't vague enough. When we said transitory, you assumed that it would mean that it would just be brief, but we didn't say it'd be brief. We said it'd be transitory. Uh, and, and so it's not helping the debate for us to continue to use this word, because if we continue to use the word transitory, the fact that we were wrong is obvious every day. Um, the, Scott said, why don't they just stand up and tell the truth? Well, wh- why don't they just why don't they just tell the truth about the thing you mentioned, Steve? If it turns out that Vladimir Putin's for the is for uh, is causing the inflation, why don't they tell the truth about if inflation goes down or prices go down, we got to thank Vlad for that. Why don't they do that? And the answer is because they can't. When I say they can't, I don't mean they won't. I mean they can't. In order to tell the truth in a difficult situation, you have to have character. You have to have a belief in yourself. You have to have a moral code that transcends the situational uh, 
position you happen to be in at the moment. You have to be willing to be true to yourself and true to the things that you respect, regardless of what other people may think of you. That's what telling the truth is all about, especially in a difficult situation. The people who can say I was wrong about that are people who have strength of character and have a code. They have a belief system. They would rather be wrong about a specific point than, than to be considered somebody who simply says what have, whatever they have to say as the situation dictates. The people who can't tell the truth are people who usually become politicians. And this isn't just American politicians, this isn't just democratic politicians. Why is it that, that, why is it that politicians have been despised throughout human civilization going back to Babylon? Why? Why is it? It's because the people that are drawn to this kind of work are people who can lie with impunity and tell people what they want to hear. And they have an enormous advantage over people who tell the truth when it comes time to getting elected. Because people like hearing what they want to hear. And so here we are with this with this group of people who, who are incapable of telling the truth because, because they are so insecure about everything that they that they it's it's just not possible. It's like it's like what we see in the in these Mary Sue characters in Star Wars and Star Trek. They're written by feminists, so we have these women that are all powerful, can do everything better than anybody else. They're never wrong, never have to learn anything, no setbacks ever. Why do they write such miserable characters? Why, why, why would you have a character like Ray who, who never has to study, instantly can do everything perfectly all the time? Why? Nobody's interested in that kind of character. They don't write better characters because they can't. Because the idea of that character suffering reverses is, is intolerable to the, to the pathetic writers who are, who are writing that stuff. They don't have the strength of character internally to allow their character to fail so that you like them more. Because any kind of failure reflects so badly on them because they're so insecure. So they're basically, I, I almost called them children, but, but children have more strength of character than these people do. Um, but but the, the, the main point here is simply this. Once again, it's not Joe Biden's fault. It's the American people's fault. It's the American people's fault for thinking, as you guys said, it's American people's fault for assuming that when they said transitory, we thought they meant transitory. <laughs> It's not his fault. It's not Joe's fault. It's not that his policies are wrong, Steve. It's, it's that the American people are so unreasonable that we had to change the term because you guys kept thinking that transitory meant transitory, when what it really means, of course, is a period of undisclosed time dependent on, on circumstances uh, prevalent to the system and, and, and indicative of current economic trends, which may be fluctuating at different levels at all times across the board. International situation, of course, impacts all of this stuff. And when you factor in all of these variables and so on, see, 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 you, you guys are wrong again. Yeah. Oh, back and forth it goes. Uh, Bill, I'm glad you mentioned the movies because that gave me a thought. And I, I, I promise that won't happen very often. But there's a, a great concept in, in movie making called the suspension of disbelief. And mm-hmm. nobody actually believes in lightsabers and X-wing fighters that fly through space like World War II dogfights. Uh, it's just none of that is possible. Uh, but you go into the movie Willing to suspend your disbelief, willing to accept these impossible things because the story is well told and it involves characters who who face obstacles and you care about these characters uh, overcoming these obstacles. And I think it's the same thing politicians do uh, when a politician tells some some tall tale. It's with a it's with a purpose in mind to get a policy they want or to get elected. And 
they tell the lie so well, it allows you to suspend your disbelief so that you can vote for them thinking, hey, I am going to get something for nothing and it won't affect the economy. Won't that be great? Because we're flawed human beings and, well, this is how we are sometimes. Um, and I think back over the last three presidents, Barack Obama was great at this. A terrible, corrupt, red diaper baby Marxian, but really good at, at, at getting people to suspend their disbelief that his idiot policies were going to work. Uh, George W. Bush mostly sent out people to lie for him because the Bushes can barely talk. Let's let's just kind of ignore that part. And then you had Bill Clinton, who, as I said on the backstage show, just had this aw shucks thing where it, every everything he kind of took it so lightly that you know, you knew he was lying. He knew you knew he was lying. He told the lie anyway because he was just up there having so much fun. Again, another miserable human being. I'm not saying I'm, I'm not saying this as, as as praise, but this Biden crew, Biden himself, his people, they're just awful at this. You are not willing to suspend your disbelief anymore when Joe Biden says, oh, I lowered the price of gas, even though it wasn't my fault that it went up. Uh, you don't you aren't willing to suspend your disbelief when they say, oh, we never said it was transitory, transitory. No, no. The uh, the, the myth is shattered. I think the box office returns in November are going to show that. That's your right angle on that. Brought to you by the members of BillWhittle.com. Hey, a quick reminder, content like this needs sponsors like you. So if you like what you see, go to BillWhittle.com, become a member, or just make a one-time donation. Tip us a buck if you like the show. It keeps us on the air and it keeps you informed. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time.